As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. This episode of Hear That Podcast Ground is presented by Visa, a network working for everyone. Paul Daner Jr. and Jay Morrison here with the walkout on a day that the Bengals beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 41-10 to uh, at Paul Brown Stadium. I, I, I don't really know how else to say it other than to just say it in reported sentence form. On a day the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 41-10 to at Paul Brown Stadium. I did not see this one coming. I thought the Bengals were the better team. I don't think anybody can see something like this coming in what we've seen and what this team has done to the Steelers in three straight games now and both games in their first sweeps since 2009. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. They are, they are, the Bengals are playing. Some special football, and, and it always comes against the Steelers. Their biggest moments, their most believable moments where the city and the crowd and the fans, it feels most real when you do it to Pittsburgh. They ain't never done it like this. It's been no. a long time since they done it like this. And, and really, they called off the dogs. It could have been a lot worse. I mean, they got up so big. It was 41-3 to three at one point. I mean, it's just – it's stunning. Well, you, you're right. We both picked the Bengals to win this game, but never saw anything like this happening. And it's still, that said, it doesn't feel like a fluke. It, it's not like they played over their heads today. It's not like they did anything special or different. It was just what you've kind of come to expect from this team is they're going to they're gonna ride Joe Mixon. The Steelers were one of the worst run defenses in the league, and it showed today. They capitalized all that. And then once they got the run going, they they got T. Higgins involved. They it, they basically did whatever they wanted to do today. It was it was pretty impressive to watch. And there's a lot to talk about and write about with the offense and the coming into their own that we're seeing from them, particularly these last two weeks as they've sort of reconstituted themselves as this power run 
Joe Mixon goes bananas offense that feeds off of that, and then everything with Burrow and everything comes on. There's a lot to talk about there. I am not going to wait till the 20th minute of the podcast to talk about the defense this time. <laughs> I mean, they now are they're getting turnovers. They continue to get pressure. The Steelers' offense is not good. They don't seem to have much of a clue of what they're doing out there. But this defense has continually, outside of that little blip, exposed teams that have those flaws and exposed them in a huge way. And they did it again today. You get Eli Apple with an interception that sets him up near the goal line. Mike Hilton with the best feeling of his life, according to him, <laughs> uh, says his first pick six of his entire life. And for it to come against a team that didn't want to re-sign him, that he's obviously not hit his grudge against the entire way, he called it the best feeling of his life. They get sacks. Trey Hendrickson with another sack fumble. Sam Hubbard with a fumble recovery and a sack of his own. This stuff is becoming repeatable. Joe Mixon with a touchdown in eight straight games, four straight with multiple TDs. Trey Hendrickson with a sack in seven straight games. This is who they are. They are doing this to every single team in their path. And sometimes when they do it all together, it looks like this. And in a wide open AFC where it's, you know, you're starting to see some teams emerge, but nothing that there's, you don't seem to have the hammer that you had in the past. They are as much a contender as anybody in this conference. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're, we'll see what they, when they get up tomorrow, where they are in the standings. If, if, you know, you're listening to this and the Browns haven't played the Ravens yet, that the Bengals could be the, the division leaders if the Browns beat the Ravens because they've got that tiebreaker on them. But there's, I think we talked about this on an earlier podcast. I mean, is there a game left on their schedule at this point that they wouldn't be favored in? Maybe Kansas City, but the way they're playing right now, that game is here in Cincinnati. It, they, they have worked themselves into not just being a player in a wide open AFC, but to be considered one of the top teams in this conference. And this, this was this stretch, right, that was supposed to be all about how are they going to handle playing so many like teams, teams that were – everyone was five and four, and everybody kind of looked the same in this middle of the pack. Who is going to come out of that? How are they going to handle – you know, they had an easier stretch of teams earlier in the season. How are they going to handle that? Have they ever handled it? 32 to 13, 41 to 10. They've come out with back-to-back blowout wins – and a physical style that is jarring for their opponents right now. I mean, the this is this is it, folks. When when the Bengals brought back Frank Pollock and said they were going to reinvest in Joe Mixon and drafted Jamar Chase and really hired Zach Taylor with the approach that was centered around what the Rams were, which was so much based off you know, running and play action off of that and Todd Gurley's big seasons he was putting in. This was it. What you've watched the last two weeks and definitely what you watched Sunday, this is what that was. This is what you were sold. And when Joe Mixon runs for 5.9 yards per carry and Joe Burrow's your quarterback, you're not going to lose often. And they felt like they could do that if, when they brought Frank Pollock back. They had all these weapons. 
find a way to make the offensive line work. It, it took a while this year. There's been scuffles, ups and downs, and they have tried to find it, but they're finding it, and they're finding it at the right time. And when you have this offense going like this, you know, it's the arrival. It's not the it's not the opening of a window. It's not the not the crack of the window that we've talked about. And it's it's this is a team that is built to win right now. They're here. They're here. They've scored over 30 in five of their last six games. That's real against teams with solid defenses. Even though the Steelers were were next low on run defense, they still have a good enough defense. It's it's the it's what's been carrying that team. How good does that Vegas look now? That Vegas win look after they go and win in Dallas on Thanksgiving. You know, we've talked about how they're going to regret that Jets loss, but they have totally put that behind them. And maybe it does come into a play with a tiebreaker down the road. But it sounds so cliche to say it's a long season, but that's exactly what they mean is you you develop, you grow, you transform over the course of a season. And we're seeing it happening right before our eyes with the way that this running game has just taken off. Joe Mixon today, 165 yards, career high the most by any Bengals back against the Steelers in the history of this rivalry, 105 games now. Previous high was 133. They, The Bengals just historically have not been able to run the ball against the Steelers. And it was, like you said, 5.9 for Mixon today. Season-long run of 32 on a run when there was absolutely nothing there. And he kicks it outside and, and beats one guy. And it's just they're doing whatever they want to do right now. And as impressive as that is to watch, it's scary for opponents if you if this defense is going to start playing the way they have the last couple of weeks, taking the ball away, getting in the end zone. A pick six today. They had the, the longest streak in the NFL without a defensive touchdown. They smashed that today along with smashing a whole bunch of other streaks and trends specific to the Steelers. Uh, nine straight drives at one point with a score dating back to last week, which is the longest act long was the longest streak in the league. And it looked like it was going to be 10. Uh, it ended in a Joe Burrow pick of Minka Fitzpatrick where TJ Watt ends up grabbing and trying to plant Joe Burrow, uh, does plant Joe Burrow and Burrow says, Oh, I told him nice block. It's football. It's blocking, whatever. Mm-hmm. Bengals of course come over to protect their quarterback Next play, you know how you respond to something like that, was the pick six. So yeah. they, it was sort of the score ended up happening anyway, and it's 31-3. to three, And like you mentioned, second half was full of running the clock out and calling off the dogs. And Brandon Allen and Trey Hill and Jackson Carmen playing almost the entire second half, same on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, we've seen – I mean, the, the Steelers have broken the Bengals in every way imaginable over the last 30 years. And I mean, in every way imaginable. But this was it. You know, Mike Hilton called it a big changing of the guard. It started with Von Bell's hit last year. And this is it. This was, I mean, two ships have passed in the night. I mean, that, it's, 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 this is two teams going in totally different directions. When we start referencing things that haven't happened, the first time they've won three in a row since December 2nd, 1990, which we talked about on the podcast a bunch this week, um, you know, oh, the winning games against them in ways that we've never seen in the history of the series, you know, not, not anything they've been done since 88, 89. That's because that's the last time the Bengals were really a real dominant force for an extended period of time where they were on the same level and the Steelers are going the other direction. They're in the midst of a full-out rebuild. 
they look lost. And the Bengals look like they're just starting the beginning. It's just starting for them to become the team that they want to be. And a lot of this, you, know, you get that that after a big win glow that's a part of some of the conversation. I, I don't think this is that. I think this is about the, the larger this sample size is getting. It's just we're seeing it over and over again, blowout wins and blowout wins and things that only truly really good teams that, that make moves and deep postseason runs do. It's that's what this team is is doing right now. They are perfectly positioned uh, to you know to to make a real run at this thing. And it's I mean it's it's not hitting deep balls here and there and catching teams by surprise. It's not trick plays. It's it's big boy football. I mean Mike Tomlin talked about it in his post game presser. He said they basically got their ass kicked on the line of scrimmage on offense and defense. And when have you ever? I mean the Bengals beat the Steelers from time to time. But it's, it's, it's more of that other stuff where they use their skill players. When have they just totally physically outmanned the Steelers? I guess you could say the, the Monday night game last year kind of fell in that, that bucket too. But it's, it is. It is this, this rivalry has totally flipped. And it's not just this rivalry. It's, it's what they've become. They, they manhandled the, the, the Raiders. Now Max Crosby and Ngakwe got to Burrow a couple times. And Burrow took some sacks today. But overall – the, the, the talk was, well, it's going to be different this time when T.J. Watt's back. He was a non-factor today, other than starting that little skirmish there. It was, it was just thorough. It was thorough in every way, and it doesn't feel like there's any reason to believe it won't continue in that vein, no matter who they're facing. All right, let's take a second and switch gears here and hear from a sponsor. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So 31 to three at halftime, and we talked about how this is just, you know, uh, an offense coming together. Here's the thing what I loved the T. Higgins play. I was having flashbacks, and I was so happy that TJ Hushmanzada was here today <laughs> because it was, to me, eerily reminiscent. And this is for Bengals fans that go back a little bit further than just the, the you know, the newer, the newer generation of 2005. In, in a win that made believers of everyone in really the breakout season for that team and one of the most, I would argue, the best individual team of the last 30 years of Bengals football was T.J. Hushmanzada over, I had to look it up again, Ricardo Colclo. Uh, back then, picked it off of his head for a 43-yard touchdown pass from Carson Palmer in a 38-31 win, the last time the Bengals posted 30-plus against the Steelers. The only time this century. Now, 
that was and that was the shining the shoes with the terrible <laughs> towel afterwards game. There was a sense of invincibility and intimidation, and this team can win it all. Miss to that team after that game because it came against Pittsburgh and because it was it, there was this offense that just felt like it couldn't be stopped. Here's T. Higgins yeah. plucking a ball off the face of uh, Jason Pierre, and it wasn't just that. It was the pose afterwards. It was Minka Fitzpatrick in single high, shading towards Chase. What did we hear Mike Tomlin talk about during the week? Teams have seen it. It's on tape. They're not going to let him do it to us. And we talked about it. It hasn't changed the efficiency of the Bengals' offense. They're happy to beat people other ways. Burrow says, you want to shade over this way? I'll throw it up top over this way. Pluck off his head for a 33-yard touchdown pass. And it it had that feeling of a defensive coordinator that – Throws his sheet up in the air and says, well, what now? And they've got that to them right now. Mixing at 5.9. Shade to Chase. Chase only had three for, what did he end up with, 39 today? Sure, uh, an easy day for him. Three for 39. Most of those coming on quick screens. And you have, the, so you're, you're, they're worried about all that. And then it's, you're forgetting about what T. Higgins can do to you. And we really didn't even talk much about Tyler Boyd, who had a few nice plays but was relatively quiet today. He only had two receptions for 13 yards. You didn't need it. When, when all of that's going on, there's a feeling of an insu- invincibility, you know, a, a, a feeling of unstoppable that comes about this offense. And, and, and when we talked about the Bur- Joe Burrow jump and what could this offense look like in the offseason, this is what we were talking about of is it going to feel like 2004 where they started to figure it out mm-hmm. or is it going to feel like 2005? Well, I think the first half of this season, it felt like 2004. Yeah. What we're starting to see now, this feels like 2005. Keep everybody healthy, and you wonder what it'll look like come January. And you just look at the way it's set up with all these home games still to come and, and the, the way they fed off this crowd today. and It, it does. It, it feels like they're growing up right before our eyes. And, you know, we, we kind of we talked about it after the Baltimore game, how you, you rewrite the expectations. And I, I think a win like this makes you do it again. Yeah, and I think it I think it validates that that was the right conversation. Right. I think people doubted it after what happened immediately after. And maybe they did have to learn a lesson about dealing with success a little bit. But I think it validates who they are, who they have been these last two weeks have. And, you know, I, I do love, you know, you got – it almost is to the point that they're running out of stuff. They're, they're drawing up touchdown dances in, in in the turf. Like at the end of the game, you, you got Quentin Spain's, and they're all sitting there waiting on a T. Higgins review. They end up being short of the goal. I say, what are we going to do? How are we going to dance? Like, we're going to get it in here. How are we going to dance? And they end up doing, they call it the Temptations two-step, where they're all dancing. Even Jonah Williams is out there dancing, and Joe Mixon's holding the mic. It's like, they're just they're just out here celebrating doing what they want drawing up dances in the dirt it's fun it's they're likable they have joe burrow uh and the defense fills them out i mean they just there's just so much going for them right now that you have to love and and they're 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 doing it in a number of different ways to where yeah they might they're gonna lose again and they might even get blown out some point but i i they just have enough to them and we see seen enough now of their response to adversity from it that I think you can very confidently say this team's going to be playing in January. 
and not just on January 2nd the 9th. Yeah. It seems to be playing in January somewhere, maybe here, and I think people are going to be scared of them. I mean, rightfully so. Should be. Yeah, with the, with, the, with the way that they are right now. Like Joe Burrow said after the win in Baltimore, you win this division, you can win the whole thing. Yep. Especially running the ball. I mean, that's what – you, you look at the Titans. I mean, I'm not going to compare Joe Mixon to Derrick Henry, but the way the Titans are built and being so different and, and people know what they're going to do and they still do it. I know Henry's out now, but I'm just talking about before he went out. And, and that's the way they are. They're, they're, they're saying it up front. We're going to be a run-first team. We're going to run it down your throat with Joe Mixon. And team, the last two weeks at least, the Raiders and Steelers have been powerless to stop it. And Joe Burrow is 20 or 24. I mean, it's like when you do throw it, you know, he talked about it after the game. When we, when I do throw it because of everything that's happening and what we're doing up front, I mean, there's just, there's open lanes, there's open zones. I'm happy to take the short completions, take a couple of shots downfield when, when you got them and you got guys that can make plays like Higgins, like you're just, you're staying so efficient. And that's how you end up with nine straight drives yeah. with scores because it, it, it does, it, it, it builds on itself. And, uh, Got four straight games with multiple touchdowns. And this is stuff that's that's just unheard of. I mean, he's he's having a career year, and uh, you know they're going to keep going. And, and generally, injury free. We'll see on Riley Reef, uh, who went out with sort of an ankle thing. It sounded like Zach Taylor said he, it sounded like it could have been kind of an emergency that he could have come back today, but um, there was no reason to even bother with yeah. that. Uh, same thing with Trey Hopkins, who I think will be okay. They called it a left knee. Uh, we'll see how those guys come back over the course of the week. But, again, can, stayed still generally very healthy. And, um, you know, they'll they'll face the Chargers next week in a in another big game in the AFC playoff picture as they keep kind of going down this line and, and, and feeling good about themselves. We, we talked about over recent weeks teams that in recent years have really utilized the – a run game that catches fire and a quarterback that takes advantage of what comes with that. Uh, San Francisco, Tennessee, these teams have done this, made deep runs into the playoffs. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Ryan Tannehill are not Joe Burrow. No. And, uh, it, you know, I think that's the scary thing is if you combine them with that and what they can. And that's what I asked about that. This was the vision to Zach Taylor. And he said, well, yeah, it is kind of, but we still know we can spread you out and carve you up that way. They've yeah. certainly done it. They've certainly done it against teams when they've needed to do it um, over the course of the year. And we've seen it over and over again. Burroughs had huge games. And so, uh, yeah, a, a, lot of, a lot of good feelings. I, I can only imagine, you know, if you're a fan and you've been coming to Bengals-Steelers games in this building for how long, what it must be like to hang around or dance until the end. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's been a long time coming, and I don't think it's going away in this rivalry for a while. Yeah, I was trying to kind of keep an eye on the crowd to see if there were – because I know you, you, you get beat up for so many years, you can get a little mouthy when it turns. Um, I think we saw a little bit of that yesterday with Michigan, kind of the same thing, upsetting Ohio State. and The, the way you could just see the emotions spill out after that one, they finally did it. And I, I, think, I don't think that the, the Bengals team felt the way the Michigan team did yesterday, but I think the fans did. I, I think this was a – a huge win for this fan base because two wins in a row is nice. And everybody, I think, was waiting for the other shoe to drop. They know what the Steelers have been. They know what this rivalry has been. Or just when you start feeling good about things, something bad happens. And I, I think no matter how confident fans were in this game, I think a lot of them in the back of their head thought, oh, this this could not work out 
the way we're hoping. And then for them to just jump on them from the get-go. Second time all year they've scored on their opening possession. That's been a real struggle. I had the story earlier this week about what they need to do to make the playoffs, and that was one of the items. You've got to start faster. You can't possibly start any faster than they did today. They did, and uh, they're now 7-4 again. We'll see where they stand after tonight's game between the Browns and the Ravens. The Steelers feel like they're on a spiral towards the basement. You know, at this point, it's it's they're just they're a mess, and they've got to figure themselves out. And who knows? But you know, you got really you know, the Patriots are starting to really establish themselves, yes. obviously. But again, it's Mac Jones, uh, so it, it's Bill Belichick. I, there's a lot going on there. The Patriots, uh, the Chiefs, obviously are coming back into the picture, and then the Bengals. Right. You know, I mean, I feel like if you're talking about who of that group is is starting to kind of bubble up you know i think you would put them right in the same breath with with those teams and we'll see some more results again from today but you know that that seem like they're ascending and not battling so many injuries that are eventually going to catch up to them or debilitating issues or quarterback problems or, or whatever you know i think i think you're seeing them them in that mix right now and it's only going to get bigger uh as as we go forward well hope everybody had fun today Certainly was a different experience, but uh, it's one that's becoming more regular. We're, we're, we've done many, we've done quite a few little blowout walkouts here now. Yeah. And I think I'm kind of getting a little more used to what it's like. And I think it's just part of who this team is this year right now. So uh, Bengals 41, Steelers 10. We'll be back, of course, on Tuesday uh, with the I'll hear that podcast growling on our regular spots. And again, we're in the last day to get you the deal. If you want to get the Black Friday deal, if you're a subscriber, go to theathletic.com slash hear that podcast ground or to any of our stories from today. Um, and you can click the link there and subscribe $1 per month for the next 12 months. It's our Black Friday deal, but it's running out, I believe, tomorrow. So you need to get on that uh, now or never. It's the best deal we do all year. If you've thought about subscribing, this is it. Now's the time. So please uh, go do it if you want to subscribe. If you're already a subscriber, thank you. Great having you aboard. So buy it as a gift if you're already a subscriber. No better. better gift for a sports fan. No better. None. No better gift. Uh, all right. Thanks everybody for listening. We will uh, talk to you next time when you hear that podcast. Ground. Have a good one, everybody. Mm-hmm.